Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act on that. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Looking like the Capitan. Giving them all Dress like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. And listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands Listening to the voice. Oh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was talking with my wife, and she said something her father always used to tell her. Just because you can do something don't mean you should do it. I can't tell you how many times I've had to learn that in my life. You know, just because you can do something does not necessarily mean you should do it. I could tell people off oftentimes. But it don't mean I should do it. I could go here and set the record straight a lot of times, but it don't mean I should do it. Well, I've learned a lot in that lesson, folks. And because I have a relationship with my creator, what it's done is it's allowed me to learn even more how to stay still on a lot of issues that's troubling me. I've learned it the hard way. I do want you to understand that that sometimes it's better to be still. Sometimes it's better to just let God handle the situation. Now, and I know it's hard to say because we think as people, but if I do this, I would feel better. If I do this, now they'll feel how I feel. See, but that's not always the best way, though, i found in my life. Sometimes you got to, like old people used to say, you got to let go and let God. I'm going to tell you something, man. I learned a lot from my mother being a Sunday school teacher. But, you know, at the same time, when she was when I was young, I thought she was just an old, old person just talking to me. I didn't get it. You know how your parents used to talk to you and you didn't get it. And they used to always say, well, wait till you have your own kids. You will get it then. And sure enough, you got it then. Well, I'm the same way. I'm no different. You know, I don't have no different life than you. You know, I have no 
different upbringing than you. I don't have no different ways that I can live and you can't. You know, I got to live by the same laws of the land that you got to live by. I got to obey the principles of success. If I want to be successful, I got to bam. And, you know, and if I want to go to heaven, I got to do what God tell me to do as many times as I can. Now, you ain't going to get it all right, but he understand that. And I just get on with the best I can. But so many times, man, we get stuck right there, man. Worrying about, you know, how, how it's going to come across and what I'm, you know, I'm, you know, kind of going around here because I'm trying to find a way to tell you this, that you won't get twisted. The bottom line, you got to let go and let God. You have to allow him to do it his way. See, I thought myself to a certain point, but to go further, I had to let God have it. I found out I wasn't all that good a driver. I found out I wasn't all that good of a explore with a map. So I had to let go. I had to let God. And you got to understand that God works in mysterious ways. How often had I thought it was over for me? But what God was doing was he was teaching me a lesson. He was showing me something that I needed to know. He was allowing me to experience some things, but he didn't let me go under. You know how they say God will never put more on you than you can bear. He won't let you go under. You know, it's like the scripture that Bishop Ulmer taught me. When I was going through that traumatic thing on the Internet, man, it was really, really, man, trying to destroy what I had worked for and my family and this new life that God had presented me. And the devil is busy. The devil don't like to see you happy. So here he comes. He puts you under attack. And here comes the Internet and everything. And my kids are suffering. But, you know, here, here comes God, though. See, God don't put more on you than you can bear. And Bishop Omer sent me a scripture. He sent me Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. And in that scripture, it says to the effect that you can walk through the waters, the rivers, and the water won't overcome you. But then it said you can walk through the fire and you will not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. I learned something very valuable that day. See, God sent me through something, but he was showing me something, too. Now, he didn't do it. God didn't bring that calamity into my life because in Isaiah 54, 17, it says clearly that if anyone comes against you, it will not be my doing. Now, this is what he promised you when people come for you, though. See, and this is what I learned. That's why I have no fear of the people coming anymore, because I learned that. But God had to send me through a traumatic experience in order for me to learn that. You can't have a testimony without a test. You know what I'm saying? You can't learn nothing without a lesson. So what he did was he allowed that Internet thing come across into my life. But he taught me something. And Isaiah 43, 1 and 2 was, and you can walk through the fire and not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. So what that said to me was, even though you're trying to do me and there's fire all around me, I won't burn. But when it's over, kindling won't set upon your clothing. What that showed me was not only will I walk through the fire and not get burned, but there will be no signs that I was ever in the fire. There's no signs of it. But now hold up, though. Now, here go the part, though, that I had to learn. Even though you can walk through the fire, y'all, and even though you're being flames and scorching all around you, if you trust him, he ain't going to let you burn. But now hear what he did not say, though. He did not say that it was not going to be uncomfortably hot, wickedly hot in there. He ain't say that. He just said you won't burn. And when it's over, it won't be no signs that you was in the fire. See, what happened to me was after they tried to destroy me, let me show you what God did for me. Not only did they not accomplish what they set out to do, 
But when they was through with me, though, when they was through throwing the gas and throwing the fire and throwing the hate and writing it and lying and creating all these names for themselves so it could look like more people was hating, when they got through with all that, man, look what he did to me. Look what he did for me because he taught me something that day. And I'm sharing it with you because God will do the same thing for you. But you got to trust him, though. You got to get in there and you got to let him do it. You got to let him handle it. So just like Pop Bridge has taught my wife Marjorie, just because you can do something don't mean you ought to do something. Yeah, you could go down there and straighten them out, but should you, though? Yeah, you can go down there and tell them off. Yeah, you can go down and stand up and make sure they know it's your voice that they hearing. And you can get in their face and make a scene. But should you, though, or should you let go and let God? So before we run all out in the streets and somebody go out there and do something crazy, let's hold tight. Now, I'm not saying don't go out there, but you got to watch who you go out there with. But you can go down there with peace in your heart. Somebody decide, I'm going to throw a brick through here and bust a window. Hold up, partner. Hold up, that ain't what we're down here doing. So, see, sometimes, man, you got to let go and you got to let God. You got to let God have situations sometimes. And you get in there and do the things that he tell you to do. See, Bishop Oman taught me a lot. He had another book out and he said, uh, you know, Knowing God's Voice or something like that. I'm not sure of the title. But I never really knew the definition of how do you know it's God's voice talking to you? Well, he clearly made a statement. God's voice has no sin in it. Whenever you talk about, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna show him, I'm gonna get him back. If it's sin in it, God ain't in it. See, that's you now. God's voice has no sin in it. So when you say God told me, be careful, because God ain't never told you to go do nothing wrong. That ain't what He told you, and I learned that too. It's a lot. So I'm just sharing today. I hope it helps somebody today get through a difficult time because the show has helped me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention, please. This is it. Another day, another blessing, another opportunity, another gift from God. You woke up this morning. You ought to be grateful for that. You know, you do not have the ability to wake yourself. You just don't. I don't care if you set the alarm. When the alarm go off, it just go off. If God don't shake you and wake you, you don't get to hear it. Huh? All right, now. Mm-hmm. Now that we got that out the way, let's get it on. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Jr., government name, uh, Kill Space. We're changing his uh, name to Killawan. <laughs> Killawan is going to be his, yeah, his name is Killawan Space. But I want to change his name to Killawan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Killer <laughs> crowd go crazy. And the legend that is nephew Tommy. Uh, Junior, what's going on today, man? Yeah, you want to know what's on my mind? Okay. Uh-huh. You want to know what's on my mind? Because according yeah. to you, ain't nothing up there on my mind. I ain't got no hair up here, no hat, no nothing. And you no, know no, what? you have no, no, hair. And it's, no, 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 it's, no, it's no, 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 it's no, 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 well, hold up. I'm just, I ain't say you ain't had no hair. No, no, you had no you hair. No, you don't have no hair line. See, <laughs> see, now, see, see, now, I ain't got no hair, but your fat, wheezing ass. See, now, see, now, we got, uh, you gonna call you go, people, Jim. you gonna there call you go. people out about what's wrong with them? You oh, now you gonna drag Shirley into it. Well, I can't keep the whole thing. You go. Oh, cause so, see, I didn't know I was fat, wheezing ass. Well, <laughs> so, well you know, I didn't I know heard. my hair was gone. No, I didn't know my hair was You didn't gone know your hair was gone. No. See. Well, hold on. Hold on. We on a Zoom call right now. 
Now look, keep that pose right there. Now, without without looking down, show me where you think your hat. Right here. What? It's right there. Boy, you got to be crazy. Why well, I got mm. to see? It's right where. It, oh, I'm just touching it. It's right there. This look, is hair. That's look, hair. Look at, no, no, listen, look, 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 look at me. Put me on the screen, full face. Put him on screen. Put him on screen. Yeah. Let me show you something. This is forehead. This ain't hair. <laughs> All this is forehead. See, see, man, see, man, that's why you come in here, man, and you kill my dreams. If I want to hold my hair, what's wrong with that? You, you want to hold on? Yeah, you can hold your hair. I keep telling you, it's your hairline. What? It's going back. Your hairline right now is even with the strap on the top of your headset. Mm. Don't you okay. all right? Don't worry. About it. No, no, because every morning I come in here, and I knew when I when I don't wear a hat, I knew he gonna say something. I need to get my hat. Well, could this be that you? He asked you for a hat a while back. You never. He got, got the hats. Oh, he oh, got okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He 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 ain't okay. wrong, but he got them. Okay. You don't have the hats up. You gonna sit and just leave me out here? You ain't got the hat. Oh, so now you want credit for giving me a hat a year and four months after I asked for it? <laughs> oh. that, that's it. That's uh, it. That, now, now you want oh. praise and worship for finally oh. giving me the damn hat. Oh. I was on to something oh, else right be, now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back. Damn, right everybody got this. a problem on this show. Lord, have Go ahead and wheeze That's all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff, this morning? This morning, we need a, I need a reference. I need a reference. You understand that? Getting ready to date somebody, you you want a reference. So you might as well call the person who was last connected with them. And in this case, it was the husband. So call the ex-husband. And, you know, you need a reference to the ex-wife. Tommy. I need a reference. Junior needs a starting point. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Ah, we still on the hairline. Oh. <laughs> Let's wheeze on in this thing, oh. ball hit it. I need a reference. Let's go, cat dog. <laughs> uh, hello? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to reach Scotty, please. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Hey, 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 Scotty, how you doing, man? I'm trying to actually get a, uh, uh-huh. a reference for, for Monica. Monica? Oh, you talking about Monica? My my ex-wife? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a reference uh, on her if possible. Oh, okay. So, was she applying for a job? She trying to go to work now? Uh, no. This reference is actually for like a relationship. Uh, a relationship? Say, say, hold up, hold up, oh boy. Wait a minute. A relationship? You you talking about a job relationship? No, 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 no. See, what, what this here is is that I'm I'm finna actually start dating Monica on the regular. And I'm calling you for a reference. Whoa, 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 homeboy, hold up. Wait a minute. Who, who did you say this is? And how you get my number? My name Philip, man. My name Philip. I got your number out of Monica's phone. Check this out, Phil. You don't need to call me with Whatever you and Monica got going on, y'all need to go on and deal with that. No, 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 no. I, no I got that, brother. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. What I'm trying to say is is that I figured if I could get a reference and figure out what kind of person she is and get get a, you know, kind of get a background so you can kind of tell me what kind of person, her good points, her bad qualities, the whole night. See, it might save me some time from being in a long relationship if I know what to look for, what's good hey, and what's bad. Man, say, say, homeboy, homeboy, I know 
I know I'm not listening to this. I was married 12 years. Ain't nobody give me no rest, so don't call me asking for no like that. If you got number from Monica, you and Monica need to forget my Okay, but hold on, hold on, bro. Like I say, man, I'm just trying to figure out. hold up. I'm trying to figure out the good qualities and bad qualities. Like, you know, do she want to cook? You know, is she good in the bedroom? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to know. I'm trying to just know what to look for, dog. That's all, man. I ain't trying to come at you, man. Oh, but I just can't believe calling another about some. I don't have her no more. Only thing I have to deal with is my child. You know what I'm saying? And you most definitely don't need to be around. Now, say, dude, I got to go. Okay, 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 but can you give me a good reference on it? That's all I'm trying to get out of you. The the reference is don't die number ever again. And when I talk to Monica, me and her, hey, you ain't going to have to worry about a relationship with Monica. You know what I'm saying? Okay, 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 hold up, man. Let me go and break this to you. First of all, me and Monica then dated for, for the last year off and on. We just finna get serious. Whoa, 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 hold up, dude. The last year, me and this woman just got a divorce a few months ago. Oh, so you that who must have messed up my thing, man. No, 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 I ain't, look, look, I ain't calling not the reason why y'all broke up. I don't, I don't have nothing to do with that. I don't have nothing to do look with that. Oh, so you that slick say, man, why don't you slide your little slick back under that rock that you slid from under. Hey, 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 dog, I can slide right on back under the rock you talking about. But what I'm trying to ask you is this right here, man. Hey, dog, can you just give her brother some references, man? Something I can look out for, some signs that, that she might start The reference I'm going to give you is when you don't have enough money, when she want that $1,200 bag, don't call me for that. When she needs some more money for this, oh, well, baby, I just gave you my check. What the don't mean nothing. And are you pull up your bank account? Ain't no money in that. That's the reference your need. Ain't I need to hear from you. Especially if you who was around with my wife while while we was married. Talking about married. Hold up. The reference is I'm gonna find your. I'm gonna call Monica and I'm gonna track down. Then yeah, give you a reference. Then yeah, yeah, I give you a reference then face to face. Hey, dog, I ain't trying to have no altercation with you, man. Oh, boy, you must have been trying to have something. You dialing my number? Okay, okay dog, let me, okay, one more question, man, and then I'm going to be out your house. I just, like I said, I just wanted a few things and know some background on them. Man, you, you out of questions, homeboy. You out of questions. Okay, but this, this, I just need to know this because I want everything, hey, man, I want everything to run smooth, dog, and I want us to have a good understanding. Do you have a problem, man, with, with, with your little girl calling me daddy? What the did you just ask? You ask me about my daughter. Hey, 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 calm down, dude. I'm calm as I'm going to be. You ask about mine. This about mine. Hey, dog, I'm just if asking nigga here. You around time. I will come in. Homeboy, look, I'm going to find because you a bad. You missed the bad. You dial number. Not only you got that, but man, you talking about time. I'm just asking, do you mind if she called hey, me daddy, oh boy, dog? Oh boy, look here, man. That child there, her name cannot come out your mouth. You hear what I'm saying? Say, man, this man, I, I, don't, I don't have time, but I'm going to call that Monica, and I'm going to get your Yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm out of here. You want Why is you calling me back? Scotty, 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 I'm Scotty, telling man, you, look at, why are I'm you dialing my you, number back, man? I'm just trying to man. tell you something. Homeboy, you don't have nothing to tell me, homeboy. No, I want to say, Scotty, look, just listen to me, man. I want to say this. 
This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Hey, man, it's who? Hey, Scotty, Scotty, this is Tommy, man, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Say, man, man. <laughs> oh, well, I'm about to go ballistic over here, man. <laughs> hey, Brian got one coming, though. <laughs> man, Tommy, oh, boy, Brian, no, it, it's it's going to be on in his world, man. I'll go... Dude, Brian, Brian got you, man. He got you good, dog. Hey, man, one more thing, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, President Biden is being trolled for mispronouncing LL Cool J's name and calling him boy over the weekend. We'll get into that. Fat Joe. How can you mispronounce LL? You'll see. Uh, Fat Joe met with former President Bill Clinton and made him an honorary member of the terror squad. And the people want to know, is Odell Beckham Jr. dating Kim Kardashian for real? We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. Chelsea in Miami says, I'm a fan of wearing all black. And my husband told me I should buy brighter colors like our neighbor Pam wears. Why did he use Pam as an example? Is he checking for Pam? No, he ain't mm. checking for Pam. Pam be coming out in them colors doing some things. Yeah, all that's right, all it man. is. I mean, you know, but y'all both getting out the car up in front of the house. Both y'all got matching driveway. You get out like you morning. She get out like it is morning. Mm. You see the difference? Mm. One of y'all is morning, and one of y'all look like it's morning. Mm. Sunshine, blue sky. Yeah, that's what Pam looked like. And that's all he's saying. Now, the, the comparison, he's stupid for making the comparison. Now, he dumb like a doughnut for that. <laughs> all right, moving on to uh, Misty in Richmond, who says, I used my husband's car and it was a mess, so I got the hand vacuum and vacuumed it. I found a receipt for a bottle of champagne and a bottle of orange juice. Those items are for mimosas. He said it wasn't his receipt. Why is he lying to me? Why, why he got to be lying? You found a receipt in a messy car for champagne and orange juice. Did you it, see the champagne? Yeah, you ain't seen nothing. Why is he lying <laughs> to you about what? It's champagne and orange juice. So, the receipt could come from anywhere. Friend in the car. Was that a good lie, though? Was that a good lie? He said it what? wasn't his receipt. Okay, so what? Let, let me. Okay, let's let's go over <laughs> a couple of potential truths. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number like one. Uh-huh. Yes, I bought some champagne and mimosas because one of the coworkers at the job likes it and and was celebrating something and so I stopped and bought the champagne and mimosas for the celebration at work. That's a potential truth. Mm. Another potential truth. Okay. The girl I'm seeing on the side, she likes champagne and mimosas. <laughs> so I bought her some. That's more accurate. 
Now, see all these potential truths. Uh, all these potential truths could lead to something else. So now, to remove yourself from any potential truth, mm -hmm. come on, that ain't my damn receipt. I don't know where it comes. Because <laughs> you damn sure didn't see. You ain't seen no cork in the car. <laughs> wasn't, no, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't no sun kiss label in the car. None of that. Okay. Yeah, none of that. Tropicana wasn't none of that. <laughs> now, you do know um, he can't drink mimosas now at all. <laughs> Ever. No. Ever. Dead. At, at brunch. All right. Ever. As a matter of fact, at the brunch, she going to say, you want a mimosa? Mm -hmm. Oh, what? going <laughs> <laughs> to be offended. <laughs> what is that, baby? Uh, <laughs> all right. Moving on to Shantae in Brooklyn. Shantae writes, my boyfriend delivers food and groceries in his spare time. And he brings home food that uh, he didn't deliver, and I've eaten it with him, not knowing he stole it from a customer. He said, everyone does it. Is this a red flag? Is he a bad person? <laughs> yeah. Well, you ate it. She didn't know. You know how many people at DoDash ain't got their order? <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He say everybody do it. Mm-hmm. They going home. It's just trifling the way people are. You can't order nothing no more. That's why I don't like all that. I've never, I don't even know what DoorDash is. I just know of it. Mm. My kids use it all the time, but I don't. I ain't never I used too. it. Mm. I ain't oh, never I used it. I didn't know any of it. Well, surely you have to use it. Uh, you <laughs> <have> to use <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. But I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in that position right there. I'm not going to starve to death. I'll make a damn peanut Uber butter sandwich. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'll make a peanut butter sandwich before I call somebody to the house. Uh -huh. And I'm not allowed to eat peanut butter anymore. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't had peanut butter in a uh, minimum. This is day 200. Day and 200. You love peanut butter. Yeah. I've had no I peanut, butter, peanut in, butter in over 200 days. What's wrong with peanut butter? I've had no milk. Or cheese in 200 oh, days. Cherry. Mm. Cheese? Oh, man. Okay. Look at you. I don't even miss it. Okay. I've, I've, I've only had a you minimal amount cheese? of sugar. Uh, I've only had miss, I've only had minimal amount of sugar. I've, mm -hmm. I've weaned myself off sugar. I no longer crave it like I used to. Which is one of the big That's things. Good. Yeah. All right. Sugar's um, just cancerous. That it is. <laughs> All right. Well, we know who ain't eating no damn shit. You know that. <laughs> I'm talking, look, sugar free up there. <laughs> Tommy's sugar free. Oh. Yeah, you ain't got to worry about his ass. No he more. He don't eat sweets. Ask I him. Know he that. right there. I don't know that sugar, Tommy. I ate that gelato, but, but you ain't supposed to. Oh, because cancer, chronic disease, and things like diabetes. Uh, you, you don't want to do it, but you can cut back on that sugar, cut it out. Yeah. Okay. I get you. Okay. All right, last one, uh, CLO. Kathy in Nashville says, I'm 60 years old, and I'm dating a married man. I went my whole life without messing with anyone else's husband, but this man is special to me. He mentioned that he would leave his wife for me, but I like being the side chick. Can I tell him that? 
Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, you can tell him that. You can break that news to him this afternoon. Yeah. As soon as you hear this happen? on the radio. And what's going to happen when she tells him? He going to go, what? I just want, I just want to be your side chick. Oh. Oh. And I had such high hopes for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Okay, I guess I'll just. That's what you want. Respect your decision. You know, I have to honor your wishes. You know, it's, it's going to hurt me, but I guess I'll just continue on. I usually do this. Oh, but... God. Yeah, I don't want to. Mm. If you're comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> if you like it, I love it. <laughs> Day after Thanksgiving, you okay with that? Okay. okay. Now, on the phone while he's saying all this, you don't see him, but he river dancing. <laughs> I mean, he's standing there working it out, clogging right. and everything. Coming up next, thank you, CLO. Entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we know LL Cool J as a legend in the hip-hop culture. We call him the GOAT. So we understand why so many people were shocked when President Biden butchered LL's name over the weekend at the Congressional Black Caucus's uh, Phoenix Awards. Not only did the president get LL Cool J's name wrong, he called him boy and quickly corrected himself. President Biden was at the mic to honor LL and MC Light when he said, quote, two of the greatest artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, by the way, that boy, uh, that man's got bigger biceps than my thighs. The audience's reaction was mixed, and of course, attendees quickly took to social media to comment on Biden's mishap. Most of the comments were of a lighthearted nature and blamed the mishap on Biden's age, as they blame everything now. Uh, the funny part is that LL worked with Biden for the la- for last year's National Christmas Tree Lighting Ceremony. So you think maybe the president would remember his name or know his name? Well, but, no, say what he yeah. said again. His name was what? LLJ Cool J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> I accept that. LLJ Cool J. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, you can do that. Old ass people. Uh-huh. He he don't know one song, so yeah. <laughs> he don't have an album or nothing. Yeah, so you know, I understand that. Mm-hmm. That boy's uh bicep that it's bigger than my. That, that that was fair too. That really mm-hmm. wasn't nothing harmless. It was harmless. Yeah. I yeah. heard it. I, yeah. I heard harmless. That he said yeah. it was harmless. But, but you know they blame everything on his age. Yeah. Now. And, and, and it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He old. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But the choice we gonna have is him or Trump again. I just Who is also cannot, old. I just cannot believe we are here again. Yeah, I just yeah. I cannot. After all, this man is accused of doing, mm-hmm. and y'all can say y'all politicizing it if you want to, but y'all know good and hell well if anybody else had these types of charges, they, y'all would run his ass out the gym. Oh, mm-hmm. right, up the mm-hmm. flag. Yes, yeah. man, he y'all, tried y'all. to overthrow the government. Yes, part of yes. that. <laughs> he is the reason. <laughs> what? 
You heard him say, let's go down there. You yeah. heard all the people who tried mm-hmm. to get out of it say they went down there because of him. Because of now, him. Man, and it's not politicized. It's, it's, this is a, we live in a really, really sick country, man. We just really, really do. We're the United States of America, and we're ill. We're morally corrupt, and we're ill. And we're showing it. How are they so afraid of Donald Trump? Get you somebody else. Yeah. Damn. Santas. <laughs> you can't get the Santas and you can't get that little Romney. What's his name? Ramovich or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Um, that yeah, little yeah. butt white. That boy right there, man. <laughs> he, he, he lowered and low. He, <sighs> he, first thing I'll do if I'm elected, I'll pardon Trump. You weak coward. <laughs> yeah. You, you weak ass coward. Oh, that was just, he's so chicken sugar honey iced tea. What I don't even Chris know what. Christie? What about Chris Christie? Get him. Tim mm. Scott? Uh-uh. He ain't gonna make it. I like, you know what? <laughs> he ain't gonna make it. You know, Tim Scott really is a qualified candidate, but he he don't stand on nothing. He he ain't gonna rip all of them scared of Donald Trump except for that lady, the lady oh, only Nikki one Haley. that's tagging yeah, his ass. Well, she said if you vote for if you don't vote for me, a black woman will be president. Yeah, next. yeah, next. <laughs> well, but that's on. what I'm, I'm just saying. She the only one ain't afraid of Trump. She ain't gonna make it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, a black tired. woman would be president. That's a racist ass statement. Hell but yeah. is anybody yeah. surprised though? <laughs> no, no, anybody. No. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh in in other presidential news, our second most favorite president of all time, Bill Clinton, has been named as an honorary member of the Terror Squad. Fat Joe of the Terror Squad, of course, attended the Clinton Gala uh, Clinton Global Initiative meeting last week and uh, made it a point to meet with Bill Clinton to personally gift him a pair of the Terror Squad's new Nike Air Force One sneaker. Fat Joe told Clinton that it was a special delivery of the hottest sneaker in the game. Then he told Clinton, I love you so much, man. So many years you fought for the people and we love you. I'm a huge fan of yours. Thank you so much for all you do for us. Clinton seemed very pleased with the sneakers and excitedly said, these are cool. <laughs> okay. Can I make a statement that's going to shock everybody? Lean back. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Rock away. Rock away. Well, uh, what? Well, Leo, I want to hear this. Go ahead. What, what What's the statement? You don't know on. the terror spot? I've never, ever had a pair of Air Force One. What? I, what? Oh, yeah, that, that is shocking. That is shocking. I don't even know. What? You have some... Ju- some Jordans? No, they had no Jordans. They well, was, they what was you wear for fun? Uh, so what yeah. you wear, some New Balance? What do you wear for fun? Yeah. I don't wear no New Balance. Yeah. What, what kind of sneakers you wear? Shell Adidas? Kind of you ever had eggshell Adidas? I wear on Shell toe. Shell toe. Shell toe. Shell toe Adidas. You didn't have the shell toe. I have some Pumas. I wear these right here. Let me see. What are those? What are the cute kicks? On cloud. That's the, I got them, yeah. Oh. That's got a I got about, to it right there. I probably got about at least 15 pair of these. Well, get you some I got Air at Force least ones. eight pair. No, I don't like the way they look. They're too bulky. Yeah. All right. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, uh, President Biden 
visited Detroit to stand in solidarity with Detroit striking UAW workers. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Biden made a special visit to Michigan yesterday to stand in solidarity with United Auto Workers that are presently on strike. Uh, Biden was invited to join the strike by UAW President Sean Fain. Right as the union escalated their strike against Ford Motor Company, General Motors and uh, Stellantis, uh, President Biden stated that he wanted to join the picket line with the men and women of UAW as they fight for their fair share of the value they helped create. He said it's time for a win-win agreement that keeps American auto manufacturing thriving with well-paid UAW jobs. I fully support the UAW because I am a long-time member of the UAW, United Auto Workers, Mm -hmm. Brook Park Engine Plant Number 2. Where's that? Cleveland? In Brook Park, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Steve Harvey. Okay. That was my first first gig when I flunked out of college. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Also, um, Donald Trump plans to meet with striking UAW members uh, in the Detroit area sometime today. Uh, This, of course, they don't want him up there because they sick of billionaires coming up there that don't. He don't even pay his fair share of taxes. Yeah. Well, you know, he's trying to give the support of the blue-collar workers for his campaign, of course. And yeah, he's not a blue-collar oh, really? guy, folks. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump ain't never had a J-O-B. What does <laughs> right. he, he's never been a blue-collar guy. Mm-hmm. He's not for you. He just wants your damn vote so yeah. he can ignore you. He's going to do the same thing to y'all that he did to the coal miners down in West Virginia. He went through there and promised them, I'm bringing coal miners. I'm bringing coal back to West Virginia. Ain't bought a damn job back down there. McDowell County, where I was born, one of the poorest counties in the United States, and Donald Trump went down there, and they all went for Obama. Them, that, that red state went for Obama, and then they turned and went for Trump, and Trump threw him out. Ain't had nothing for him. You don't see him talking about going back to West Virginia, do you? No. Why why he get his ass back down there to them coal miners Mm. that he juked out of their votes last time? He did what? Juked them. Uh You know, I'm trying to do like Dion. You know, I'm trying to stop cussing, so I've been using bull junk. I've been using (laughs) Dion Sanders bull junk. It's not working at all. (laughs) all. He's struggling with it. It is is not rewarding to me at all. (laughs) You know, man, man. Hey, man, go ahead on with that bull junk. I'd I'd have said it about 15 times the other day, Mm -hmm. uh which let me know about how many times I would not be using bull junk. (laughs) And uh, he done actually got bull junk in a Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial on the wing, that wing commercial. Oh, okay. Man, Uh stop all that bull junk and give me one of them chicken wings. (laughs) But bull junk is not working for me. (laughs) <laughs> Just like I'm getting tired of saying sugar, honey, iced tea. I done wore that out, too. <laughs> well, please continue to say that. Uh, coming up next, today is National Morning Show Host Day, Steve. And we didn't make what? this up. We'll talk about it right after this. What? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Well, today is National Morning Show Host Day. I didn't know that. Well, hold um, up. Hold up. Hold up. Well, okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm waiting. What's well, we just found I'm not out the about only it. morning yeah. show host in the You're world. The only host, though. I'm no. the only one. I'm, I'm, I'm the morning show host. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, happy morning all. show host day. Yeah. We're all.
host. On yeah, but you gotta honor somebody though. <gasps> it's always about him. He's got I'll be damned. <laughs> oh, I can't get nothing. Oh, they got Women's Day. They got Secretary Day. They got all that. Where the hell is Boss Day at? You got Father's Day. Boss Day is in October. It's Father's Day. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse you got me Father's Day. Shirley? You got Father's Day. Which I am starting a petition to just cancel Father's Day. You can't cancel oh, Father's you? Day. It is a waste of damn time. Why y'all even? Why y'all have it for? <laughs> it's nothing. It, look, two rows of cards. You know, you know, y'all are, in the store. No, in, in the store. Look, restaurant reservations available anywhere. Ain't nothing like Mother's Day. No. <laughs> well, no, no, because we actually carry the child. Yeah, and do all of that. Yeah, but, um, the fathers don't get enough credit. So it, it was But did you know day. there was such a such thing as morning show host day? I mean, there is. So, um, Steve, we, we want you been off today. Yeah. Oh, you, you just got back to it. I'm just saying. If it's, yeah. if, if, this one if, here. If it is what it is, we should have been off today. It's, if it's, we didn't yeah. know about it. Now we know, so we're prepared. We'll write it down for next year. You so need willing. to stop saying the word off for a while. <laughs> He's the most off oh, person yes. on the show. <laughs> anyway, so we want you to give the, the Steve Harvey Nation a little history, Steve, on, on how the morning show got started and how you built your morning show team. The morning this- show got started off of a, a mishap, actually. Oh, uh, that was the greatest single morning show ever in the history of radio was 100.3 The Beat in Los Angeles. Shirley was with me then. Tommy joined the show. And uh, we did that thing. And it was a number yeah. one rated morning show for Radio 1. It was 27% of the company's total revenue, just the L.A. Morning Show. Mm-hmm. They then switched and got under some new uh, management. Uh, I won't mention their names. Uh, All right. You know, I said I wasn't going to mention their names. Then I tried to think of them real hard. <laughs> one of them was Alan Sneed, and the other one was You don't have Kathy. to mention names. Kathy. Our audience doesn't know. Yeah, it does. Uh, but anyway, they promised... Uh, on May twenty, May twenty third mm-hmm. was my last day. They wanted to get rid of me. They were mm-hmm. number one across the board. They wanted to get rid of me because I was not what they considered a team player. And, and so, you were not. <laughs> you never went to commercials. <laughs> they was number one, and they, they were twenty seven percent of the revenue. Mm-hmm. Well, you were so different. on May twenty third, they decided they was gonna fire me in February. I said, if you fire me, I'm going to go public and tell the truth. They said, uh-huh. okay, when you won't quit? I said, I'll leave in May. So May 23rd, we left. We had a big day out in L.A. Radio. 2005. Mm-hmm. Called Black Friday. Uh-huh. Black Friday came, shut the whole city down. Yes, it It was did. a great tribute to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Along came Premier. They offered me a position in New York. Uh, New York came to me, WBLS. We couldn't reach terms. Premier came to me. We couldn't reach terms. I had this brilliant idea God gave me to marry the two WBLS and Premier, put them on the phone, got them to talk. They reached an agreement. They would start a syndicated show called the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This show would launch in uh, September of 2005. 
I got uh, Carla Pharrell. I got nephew Tommy. I couldn't get Shirley because she was still under contract out there. But I waited patiently. And we started with four cities in 2005. They told me if you can get 25 cities in three years, you'll be a huge success. Three years later, we had 85 cities. And the rest of it is history. And we the number one adult contemporary show in the world. Make no mistake about it. That's the damn history of this hill show. Happy National Morning Show host day. Steve Harvey coming up next. The prank for today with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, you can't blame that on the medicine. Uh, we'll get into that, find out what that's all about in just a few. Because right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? The title right here this morning is, Gene, I got your girl. Gene, I got your girl. Let's call Gene. Come on, cat dog. Hello? It's me to Gene. Yeah, what's up? Who this? My name is Vernon, brother. What's playing? What's going on? I need to holler at you for a minute, my man. About what? I want to holler at you about your wife. So you got a minute? Yeah, I'm listening. Uh, I don't even know how to break this to you, dog. I just want to be straight up with you, man. Me and your wife been kind of seeing each other. And uh, really, she want to let you go, but she ain't, you know, she really ain't got it, got it up in her to say she want to let you go. So uh-huh. you know, I'm coming to you like a man and letting you know, you know, that... uh. She really wanted to shut it down with you. We've been seeing each other for a minute now. Uh-huh. So I don't know how we can, you know. I'm just coming at you like a man, brother, trying to let you know she don't even really want you no more. You know, we, right. we done talked about it, talked about it. And uh, I'm just trying to get it all I know. I'm tired. Right. I'm tired of hiding with it, really. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, it's a lot smoother than I expected, player. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, long long as you, long as you cool. I, I thought you know. I just want to be a man, call and holler at you, and let you know. Have you seen her today? And where you from? From Jersey. I'm up around Newark. I mean, you said it's a lot smoother than you thought it was gonna be. Well, you know, anytime some another man from the call another man about his wife, I mean, yeah, you don't expect it to be nothing, you know, pretty simple. That's for sure. I, mean, yeah. I didn't contemplate it a long time by calling you. So, you know, today I just said to hell with it. I'm, how you get my number? No, I've been had your number. I had your number a long time. All right, now you say you're looking for, um, it's a lot smoother than you thought it was going to be. It ain't that smooth, but, you know. You don't like, want- you know, like the, the, the thing is, you got one up on me because you know my information. Now I got to come find you. Okay, wait, 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 hold up now. Yeah. You feel like... Oh, no, nah, I don't need to hold up. You uh, said what you want to say. Okay, you feel like you need to be looking for me or something? Yeah. Brother, look, look at it. Let's check this out. This is a decision that the wife has made. You understand what I'm saying? See, you have no reason to be mad at me about anything. You have no reason to be coming looking for me or any information on me. Because, see, when that happens, then it's going to really get stanky up in here. And I'm trying not to let that happen. That's why I'm calling you like a man, brother. Trust me, man. Ain't nothing that I'm never worried about. Okay. Well, I'm just letting you know, man. I'm letting you know up front. She, we, me and her contemplated a long time, yada, yada. So now, you know, here we are. So I said, you know what the hell with it? I'm calling today. Y'all should have did this on the phone together. I'd respect the both of y'all a lot more. Okay. Well, you know, and, and then, you know, if, if that's what it's got to be, we'd be face-to-face together. Whatever it's got to be, man. So that's I, what I prefer, you know. Okay. 
So, but but let me ask you this: here. Where is going then? Once we both stand flat-footed and tell you how it is, then what? I ain't, I ain't gonna never be flat-footed. Okay. Well, well, well flat-footed or upside down, any way you want to look at it, bro. I'm trying not to get into this physical part, but it seemed like you're leaning that way with me. It could be whatever, you know. It could be on this side of the dirt or the other side. It don't make a difference. It, it, it never does, brother. It never does. When two bulls come together, one of them got to go down. Now, guess what? We ain't doing too much talking. You got my information. Guess what? Now, I'm locked, loaded, and hunting for you. You lock and loaded? There's no need for you to say it. There's no need for us to discuss anymore. Okay, cool. You know, mind, while, while we at it, man, let me go and drop it all on you then. Because it seems like we need to go and get it all out the way. You cool? Right. You know what I'm saying? I think you need, you know, matter of fact, if you want to just keep it all the way real, you might want to go take a blood test about Alana and make sure you the papa to that. All right. Feel me? Got it. So, uh, I'm going to have your wife give you a call, man, because we didn't contemplate it too long and it's time. You do, yeah, you do that. You know my information. Like I said, you, you said enough. You hit enough bones there. Now I'm really locked loaded and hunting for somebody. So, you know what? I mean, somebody got to go. What you Nothing mean? Me and you. Wait, 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 wait. What was all this? Somebody got to go. What, huh? you, what you saying? Somebody got to go. Somebody got to go. Like, okay, you talking about either me or you? One of us got to yeah. go? See, because you're saying the wrong thing, because what you must understand is if I've given you as much information as I already have, that means I have enough information to know where you are, brother. You know yeah. nothing about me nor where I reside. So if you're going to talk about lock and load and somebody got to go, then you're saying it to the wrong person because I'm already up on you, player. At, you first got to... off, you do... At first off, you ain't really a North because you got a country accent. So second off, like you're dealing with a real street so however you want to handle it, you know my information. Guess what? I don't reside there no more. I ain't there no more. So guess what? Now you got to start from scratch like me. So I'll tell you what, man. Homeboy. Here go the math, man. You ready for that? You ready for this math? You ready, player? Here go the mile. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You've been pranked by your wife. I'm a killer. <laughs> yeah, black man, chill out, boy. You you, you kind of had me scared for a minute because you really wasn't flinching. You Whatever you eating over there, you never did stop eating on it. Oh, I ain't going to stop eating. <laughs> I'm going to keep eating. So um, I listen to y'all every morning. What's the baddest radio morning show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> I don't think I scared him at all, y'all. I think <laughs> you got scared. He actually <laughs> kind of scared me a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you got pranked a little uh -huh. bit. Yeah, yeah. I did a little backpedaling right there. I was like, okay, he's not budging. He's not uh -uh. moving, and he not, and he won't stop eating. Eating. No. Uh huh. Uh huh. No. <laughs> so you got it, huh? <laughs> you are. You good with that? <laughs> he was not concerned. Y'all yeah. got your tickets. You know where you going? <laughs> I can tell you're a little country bumpkin, too. I can tell you. I can hear it yeah. in your voice. Yeah, because he was from Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a game. <laughs> I think I'm going to call Kirk Franklin. I'm going to put him on my list. What y'all think, Kirk? Not right now. Uh, okay, okay. No, okay, okay. Right now. Kirk was no, just on the okay, show last yeah. week. He's okay, scared. how about no. how about Prime right now? How about Prime? No, he ain't got yeah. no time no, to answer your phone uh -uh. call. Yeah. Why don't you call LL and prank him? Oh, oh hell no. LL whooped that man ass in his house for messing. No, no. Scared I ain't fooled with LL. Yeah, I know who to mm -mm. get your own. <laughs>
How about Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that Sharp. might be fun. Shannon Sharp. Uh-huh. Uh-uh, he just Sharp. don't know how to shut up. I was watching him the other day. I texted him <laughs> and Molly. I said, man, can y'all just tell him to shut up? They were announcing that Usher was going to do halftime. Oh, I yes. saw it yesterday. I yes. saw it, too. This ignorant. I be going, he Stephen A., up. what is wrong with you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Don't get me wrong. I like Usher. But what I saw with Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige, I don't know. I think we need to add somebody else. I got on my phone. I said, hey, man, will you shut your dumb ass up? Why do you feel compelled that you have to say something? Dog, Usher can do this show by himself. Yes, all day long. Dog, Usher all day major. Long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Been singing since he was a kid. Yes. yes. They used to call him Mr. Usher got more hits than you got half. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry, uh, Junior. Come on. I'm sorry, hey. Junior. I'm sorry, Junior. Mm. Oh, I was talking about it. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. But, but his hairline, too. But you was looking too. in the camera. I knew what you was doing. But his hairline, too, though. His hairline. It's just, yeah. you know, I just... Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got to get to the letter up next. Junior walked away. <laughs> the strawberry letter, <laughs> the subject is, you can't blame that on the medicine. We'll get into it right after this. <laughs> Junior went to get a hat. Junior, come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. Click on Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, you can't blame that on the medicine. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 52-year-old married woman, and my husband is 56. We've been married for 15 years, and he's taken me through a lot of ups and downs. When we met, he told me that he had just had a baby by a woman that he only had sex with one time. A few years later, I found out that he was not supporting the child, and when things got ugly, the woman called me and said my husband used to pay her for sex. I was so hurt because he didn't tell me any of that and he calls himself a deacon at the church. He ended up having to back pay child support to this woman. Then six years into our marriage, the woman called me again and said she had been sleeping with my husband. My husband called her a liar and I stood by him. Over the years, we spent a lot of time with his son and the woman hasn't been tripping. About a month ago, my husband had to have his appendix taken out and he was put under anesthesia. Uh, When he came to after surgery, he called out for the woman, his son's mother. I was furious, but I didn't act up in the hospital. I later told him what he did and he said it was the medicine and he must have been upset with her and subconsciously said her name. I checked in with the woman to see if she'd been talking to my husband for anything other than her son. She said he'd been calling her again. And my heart sank. Right after that, I could have sworn he called her name while we were making love, but he denied it over and over. I don't know what kind of hole this woman has over him, and my intuition says he's still sleeping with her. Do I investigate further, or should I let it go and trust my man? Trust your man? 
trust your gut, trust your intuition here because he's already proven that he's untrustworthy, okay? He's lied to you about his relationship with the woman a few times. He he said he had a baby by her. She said that he was paying her for sex. You said during your 15 years of marriage, he's taking you through a lot of ups and downs and mostly having to do with this woman. Thank God he started paying child support because I'm sure you don't want to be with a deadbeat dad even though the son isn't biologically yours. But you were taking care of him and helping him and everything. Uh, him calling you the baby's mama during sex, I know that had to hurt. He lied about that. But investigating further means what? It doesn't mean anything. He's not going to tell you the truth. He hasn't so far. And she will tell you everything, probably hoping to get him back. So in this instance, trust your instincts. Trust your intuition. Steve? I, I don't know who to side with right here in this letter because it's just so all over the place. You're 52, your husband 56, y'all been married 15 years. He's taking you through a lot of ups and downs. When you first met me, he told me he had just had a baby by a woman that he only had sex with one time. Uh, a few years later, I found out he was not supporting the child. And when things got ugly, the woman called me and said, my husband used to pay her for sex. All right, let's stop right here. This woman called you and told you that your husband used to pay her for sex. Now, I ain't trying to be in your business, but what is this called? Come on. What is this called? Well, to keep it real radio-ish. Thank you. This is called prostitution. That's what it is. It's one of the oldest professions in the world. When women charge men and men pay for sexual favors. So now the prostitute calls you and tells you that he used to pay her for sex. All right. I was so hurt because he didn't tell me any of that. And he calls himself a deacon at the church. Well, just in defense of him, mm-hmm. he didn't tell you any of that. I don't, none of us would have told you. <laughs> none of us. We, that ain't no information. We finna volunteer under just no circumstances. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he a deacon at the church ain't got nothing to do with the mailman ain't gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you that right now. The Uber driver ain't gonna share that information with you. Or uh, the dude that drive the Pepsi truck. He not going to tell you that either. So a lot of people ain't going to tell you that right here. The guy that work at Ford Motor Company, dude on the picket line at the UAE Auto, the UAW Auto Strike right now, ain't going to come out and tell you he used to pay a woman for sex. Ain't nobody going to do that. <laughs> and he calls himself a deacon at the church. Well, that ain't nothing new either. Uh, he ended up having to, to back pay child support to this woman, as he should. Then six years into our marriage, the woman called me again and said she had been sleeping with my husband. My husband called her a liar, and I stood by him. Who is this woman that keep making these damn calls? (laughs) I I, I ain't never seen nobody. She's busy, man. Every time she want to get in your head, she make a call. Now she done told you to sleep with your husband. Your husband called her a liar, and I stood by him. Well, I can't tell you who, who, and all this here, but she sure make a lot of interesting-ass calls. First time she called you and told you she was a prostitute. That, that, that was 
That's some hell of information to volunteer. I don't know a lot of women make that phone call. Anyway, over the years, we spent a lot of time with his son, and the woman hasn't been tripping. Well, because you paid that back house support, so now we good. About a month ago, my husband had to have his appendix taken out, and he was put under anesthesia. When he came out after surgery, he called out for the woman, his son's mother, and I was furious. But I didn't act up in the hospital. Uh, well, you didn't act out in the hospital, but when we come back, we'll find out where the acting out started. All right. Part two of Steve's response is coming up at 23 minutes. After the hour, today's Strawberry Letter subject, you can't blame that on the medicine. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, you can't blame that on the medicine. A woman married to a man, been going through ups and downs. He'd been married 15 years. When they first met, he told her that he was having a baby by a woman he had sex with one time. Later on, the woman called him and said, your husband has been uh, paying her to have sex. That's called prostitution. He was upset because he calls himself a deacon at the church. Uh, he ended up having to back pay child support. And then six years into the marriage, the woman called again and said your husband was sleeping with her. Your husband said he was a liar. You stood by your man and because, you know, she, she ain't make no big deal of it, I guess. Uh, and the husband, so anyway, over the years, y'all have spent a lot of time with his son and the woman ain't been tripping. That's because he paid that back child support. Uh, about a month ago, my husband had to have appendix taken out. He was out and put on the anesthesia. When he came out after surgery, he called out for the woman, his son's mother. I was furious, but I didn't act up in the hospital. I later told him what he did, and he said it was the medicine, and he must have been upset with her and subconsciously said her name. Perfect response. Absolutely perfect. You applaud him? Boy, boy. That's how you, that's how you, whoo, that was nice. That was nice. Number one, there was a fact in there. It was probably the medicine. Mm. See that right there? That's a fact. Okay. And then what he said, he was upset with her and probably uh-huh. subconsciously said her name. All oh, that sounds good. That that was perfect right there. <laughs> Woo, that was that was classic. I can't even You, you love get, that one. Scale of one to ten, you get a you get a ten point two for that one. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I checked in with the woman to see if she'd been talking to my husband for anything other than her son she said he's been calling her again and my heart sank well but listen to me you just said she'd been you asked her if she'd been talking to your husband for anything other than their son the woman said he's been calling her again and my heart sank the woman could be lying he's been calling her again they've been talking about the son did she tell you what he been calling again talking about? My heart sinks. This woman right here is in the heart sinking business. I wouldn't put a lot of weight behind too much of nothing she said. But anyway, okay, right after that, I could have sworn he called me her name while we were making love, but he denied it over and over. Now, wait a minute. You say you could have sworn? Now, that means you didn't quite hear it. I could have sworn. See, that means you didn't quite hear me. 
her ears. See, I'm not really sure about that. I'm not really sure about that. You say I could have sworn. Mm-hmm. Now, you either heard somebody else's name or not. Now, unless your name is Claire. Uh-huh. Come on. And her name is Tierra. <laughs> see, you can see it. <laughs> we got to have a sounder like in here or something. What is her name? You, I wish you to put y'all's name in this letter so I could have seen how you could have thought name. you said that other name. Because uh-huh. what could he have said other than your name that would make you... I could have sworn. See, now you reach it. You either heard it, and you can't a woman know her damn name. It ain't no, I could have sworn he called her. No. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you know what your name is. You know if he called you another name or not. Right. Just don't make no sense. Now, you know, if your name Deborah and her name Deidre, now we got to work through that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Deborah Deidre. See, it could have been y'all know what you heard. You know. Susan Sue Ann. Now, right where we got a little problem in here. See right there? So, I don't, I don't know. I can't help you with this one here. I don't know what kind of hold this woman has over you. You don't know what kind of hold she got. <laughs> what kind of hold does she have over Steve? You really... You really don't even have to. You can change one letter in there and it explains it all. Uh-huh. You don't know what kind of hold this woman has over you. Oh, hold is spelled oh, H-O-L-D. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hold is spelled H-O-L-E. See, once again, you could have sworn he said your name. Now, you don't know what kind of hold this woman has over him. Okay. I do. I know exactly what it is. And you know, we're not taking this. <laughs> this is good-ass radio. I could have sworn she said my name. I could have sworn you said, I don't know what kind of hold. Okay. Hold she has over him. Hold sound a lot like hold. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I understand the confusion, but I'm not confused at all. On Instagram at Steve. Hold it on. And check out So very hard to do when love's gone. Get up, Carla, on the free iHeartRadio app where free never sounded so good. Coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior in Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? You know what I do have, Shirley? I know you what? cannot mess up in sports in front of Mr. Harvey. That's what I do know. Because if he see it, he uh-huh. going to say something. So, you know, Uncle Steve, you called in the ESPN. And you talked to Stephen A. Smith after he threw out the first pitch at the Yankee game. And, and you know, you've thrown out first pitches before. So yeah, I threw, of, I threw out the first pitch at the Chicago Cubs game. Yeah, strong, yeah. strong throw, strong. Throw. Oh, dog. Yeah, Half strong. On it. Yeah, <laughs> you got it now, to the plate. What though. happened dog, with Stephen? Got, got it to the plate, and the catcher that came up to me he said, "Hey, man, you had a little sauce on that thing." Yeah, pop. Yeah, I, I threw it so sweet, Tommy, that I took a bow on the mound. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now Stephen A. Man. <laughs> 
Stephen, they threw this ball. You thought he was playing cricket. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, oh, it wow. bounced. It was that it bad. <laughs> I've seen some bad ones before. Well, Y'all, it's well, been pretty bad here. It wasn't as bad as 50 Cent, but nah. it, oh. it was bad. Because, you know, Stephen, they be talking so much trash. And yeah. I think today, Junior, for closing remarks, will play my entire interview on first take. Because it was a call in. Yeah, you called in. Oh, you called the talk. show. He called yeah. the show. He called oh. the show. All right. But, because but, Molly Quinn orchestrated the whole stuff. Whenever she could put him in check, she will. Uh-huh. So she made a bunch My of girl, calls Molly. to people. Yeah. And they was roasting Stephen A. But no one got no. him the way I got him. Oh, yeah. you got him. What if you got him, man? All right, Stephen we'll hear that. We're going to hear that in about an hour because when Stephen A threw the ball, I didn't know, I couldn't tell if he was right-handed. I, it didn't look like he was right-handed. Bruh. When he threw it, and then that that kick leg, that wild leg at the yeah. end, that looked crazy. Then he held his wrist. You know how you shoot a three point and hold yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he yeah. held his wrist like that. I said, "What is he doing?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I toasted it. Oh, it was nice. Oh, you got him. Oh, so man. our very special yeah, so closing we'll remark that. today. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be closed with Mark. That's gonna be so good. That's yeah. about an hour. Yeah, about an hour. All right, uh, well, let's get to this, man. Colorado and USC play this weekend. Uh, do you feel like woo? They rank Prime. number five, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, USC. Yeah. Well, USC is a is a better football team than Oregon. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. that quarterback they got at USC, yeah. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Woo! He ain't nothing to play with, man. Yeah, so, so it's going to be tough because the Colorado defense is just not there yet. And their offensive line is not there. This is like like Prime say, better get me now because it's the worst we're going to ever be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're I don't room for you, Prime. Them. Uh, yeah, they're going to they they play better this week. They're mm-hmm. not going to get uh, routed again like that. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, her grandmother needs advice because her granddaughter snitched on her. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, this is from LaDonna in Newark. LaDonna says, hi, Steve and crew. I'm a glam ma, and I love spoiling my grandkids and sending them back home to their parents. So when my daughter asked me to keep her seven-year-old for a whole weekend, I wanted to say no, but I did it anyway. My granddaughter told her mom that I cursed at her and made her clean up the house while I laid on the couch and smoked cigarettes. My daughter sent me a really long text telling me not to smoke around her child or curse at her. I told her that's how I raised her, and her child is no different. I think my daughter and my granddaughter owe me an apology don't you <laughs> well uh you know we could fix that don't 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 bring your baby over here no more mm. because what i do in my house is the way we do it in my house right well, that's basically yeah, yeah, what she yeah. said now, i understand you might not want me smoking around your daughter because it's not fair to smoke around children because secondhand smoke is real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i understand that but the cussing you're gonna get cussed out that's where you draw the line. Man, I'm all seven, recommend Steve. That. The baby's seven. Okay. We was getting cussed out at I seven. I got cussed out at seven. <laughs> at the gate. Four. The gate. <laughs> Three. Five two, months. One. What else? Yeah. I don't even remember not being cussed out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <That's my laughs> that part. Come on, Steve. <laughs> 
Oh, well. so do, do you think she wants to know? Does her daughter owe her her an apology, and the granddaughter? The granddaughter seven. Yeah, the grandmother thinks they both owe her an apology. The seven year old gonna tell everything. Uh-huh. If you don't want nothing told, don't don't do it or don't say it, it around the no child. Mm. So that's right. Because mm. <laughs> you can't put them on 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 snitch watch. You can't put them on a hey keep keep a secret. You can't do it. They don't know what that is yet. Yeah, can't keep them on mute. No, they gonna yeah. talk. Man, yeah. so don't don't yeah. you ain't nobody finna apologize. You know, how did how daughter. did she say it? How did she tell her grandmother? Grandma, uh, <laughs> did mama, she tell her mama? I was, at grandma's house, mother, yeah. and she was smoking cigarettes, and she made me clean the whole house. And she told me if my black ass didn't do it, <laughs> she was gonna beat the sugar honey iced tea out of me. And I said, "Well, damn, grandma." And she said, "Get your little black ass in there, like I told you." And then I said, well, "Grandma, that's effed up." And grandma said, "I don't give a f what you think is effed up." They both. I bet them. when I come in there, it better be clean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then I told her I'm gonna tell my mama. She said, "I'll oh, kick your mama ass." <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. That's what the baby told her mom. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. I think we have time for one more, Steve. This is from Sarah in Toledo. Sarah says, I have a 14-year-old son that loves expensive tennis shoes, and I let him order them online. He has a two pair, he has two pair of Jordans that he has never worn, and I can't return them. The married guy that I'm dating has a 12-year-old son that wears the same shoe size as my son, so I offered to give my boyfriend the Jordans for his son. He won't let his son have them because he's scared of what his wife will say. Why can't he be a man and tell his wife the sneakers are a gift? <laughs> the married guy oh, that I'm dating. God. Steve, oh, did she say the married guy I'm dating? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Why can't he be a man and tell his wife? That they were just a gift, yeah. Yeah, these from a side piece. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's so damn son. stupid. That's so generous, what? isn't she? <laughs> you are ignorant. You are ignorant like letter writer. I'm not helping you. I don't give a damn <laughs> what you do. You ignorant. I ain't got no time for Sarah this mess. Why can't he be a man? What? From Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The married guy. <laughs> yeah. And you know her son is going to be mad if she gives away a pair of his sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Mom? Well, yeah. he's never worn them. Yeah. So he may still want them. And, and she can't return them. So mm-hmm. we can handle that one. But, that, yeah. but his son getting them, telling his mama, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, where you get them George from? Because the mama going to ask a bunch of questions. Yeah. You yeah. Ordered the son's going to tell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Some good news for our friend, actor and comedian DC Youngfly. DC Youngfly has been named as host of an all-new trivia game show that's a spinoff of the classic Hollywood Squares. The new show is called Celebrity Squares. It's on VH1. It's produced by Kevin Hart's Heartbeat Productions. And according to online sources, Celebrity Squares will feature celebrities that will answer black pop culture questions. The first season will have 20 half-hour episodes, and the guests include Baby 
face. Bobby Brown, we love you, Bobby. Tiffany Bye. Haddish, Kirk Franklin, Lunell, Tay Diggs, and many more stars. We will keep you posted on the premiere date for Celebrity Square. So congratulations to DC Young Fly. Yay! Mm-hmm. We love uh-huh. DC, Young Fly. That's a good move yeah, for DC, him. huh? We love DC him. is uh he's that cat that's on the come. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna be fine. He got next, huh? I love it. Oh, yeah, he's a good great. dude, man. He's mm-hmm. a really, really good dude. Ooh, and he's growing good. into it now. You know, uh-huh. he's growing into his skill. He's really growing. All them boys, Chico, mm-hmm. Carlos, they really growing into their skill, man. Funny Talented, dudes. Funny guys. Yeah. 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 The jokes are becoming a lot more mature. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. lot more. Huge. Because they yeah, live in life funny. more, too, and they aging and all Well, that. you know, you got to. The older you get, the more mature these jokes get. You know, that's why you, there are no famous teenage comedians. It's just not. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We will play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time now for a round of Would You Rather Would you rather be the president of the United States for one day, the president? Now, all that power for one day or a billionaire for one day? Which one? Uh, Billion. Billion. You don't want to run the country for a day? Be the most powerful man in the world? Nope. (laughs) Most frustrating job? Nope. (laughs) But that billion? Woo! We from the class. (laughs) I'm so powerful with a billion. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going right, to <laughs> be exhausted, though. I'm going to be exhausted. All the things you're going to do with it. Ooh, the stuff I got to buy for this day. Because I'm going <laughs> to use the whole billion. <laughs> we can't oh, you that believe that? <laughs> oh, I'm going to use the whole building. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, several buildings going to get bought. <laughs> All right. Would you rather laugh out loud during sex or yawn continually during sex? I'm going to be laughing. sex? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be laughing. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't yawning. Uh-uh. Nah, yeah, I ain't yawning. We're going to laugh at it. Uh, I can't believe it. It's funny to me, too. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I'm in here. <laughs> Steve? Yeah. Ain't no laughing. I've cried before. There will be, be no laughing. I don't know what the hell funny. So you're going to be yawning? going to be yawning then. Like you're bored? Or, or... No, 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 no. I just said there's no yawning. I'm too busy for that. But I'm not going. I'm not going to be laughing though. Now I've cried before. <laughs> Those are your choices: laughing or yawning. Well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. Would you rather be the ugliest person in the world or the smelliest person in the world? <laughs> mm. Oh man, come oh. on. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm fine, but I stink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stink, oh, and man. I refuse to be ugly. Oh man! Pick well, one. You, well, you, you can, can get off that one right now. <laughs> you can stop refusing right now. Yeah. You might not be the ugliest person in the world, but you're the most unattractive person on this damn show. That's <laughs> hey man, you, is that you can, so? You can stop. Yeah. Hey man. I mean, I've been that before. I've walked in the room and been the most unattractive person in the room. <laughs> you just have to know that. You just have to deal with it. Be confident you know? in that. <laughs> and then the three men on this show have all experienced that and shut up lying. You have been in the room. Tommy, I watch your TV show. 
Ready for Love. Ready to Love. I'm the yeah, I watched Ready to Love. You was the ugliest person Me? in the room one time, couple times. No, <laughs> no, I'm not taking that. Uh-huh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, we got episode. Ah, we got episode. <laughs> Run the tape. Tommy, the I've tape. seen you in the room with all them girls. You don't think you was the most unattractive person in there? With oh, we, oh, of course. Oh, oh, yeah. in there. No, 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 no. I've seen you in the room with all the men too. <laughs> no. I ain't going down with that one. All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up next, uh, we'll close out the show with the phone call from Steve when he called Stephen A. Smith right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day on this Wednesday hump day. Now, Steve, instead of closing, you wanted to do something different. You know, uh, the other day, Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen A. Smith threw out the first pitch at the Yankees game. Okay. It was horrible. <laughs> what? So Molly Quinn uh-huh, digs at him whenever she gets the chance. Uh-huh. So they gave us a call and said, Steve, have you seen the pitch? And I saw the pitch. They mm-hmm. said, would you call in to roast Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> It would be my honor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> so it was a phone call. So I called so it won't be different from the radio. They showed Stephen A. throwing the pitch out several times on the screen. Mm-hmm. And they had a picture of me up, just a headshot, and me talking to Stephen A. Smith, Molly Quinn, and Ryan Clark. Here's the phone call. Molly Quinn, how are you, oh, Steve Harvey. Good morning. Good morning. I was wondering, oh my Steve, God. did you see what happened last night? Oh God. First of all, let me say. Oh my God. I, the embarrassment that has been heaped upon me. You know how many calls I done took from my frat brothers going, hey man, ain't Stephen A your boy? Yeah, kind. Stephen A. Smith. Brother, man, I love you, dog, but I could not believe what I saw. Now, everybody been kind of, you know, going light. You know, my boy Ryan, he's your partner and everything. I, I Listen to me, man. I don't know if anybody's called in today who's actually thrown out a first pitch, but I've actually thrown out <laughs> a first pitch at the Cubs game in Chicago. I walked up to the mound. I'm actually 10, 12 years older than you. I lean back, I put pepper on it, dead center of the mid nice pop. What you did yesterday, oh my God, sucks. It just sucks to the highest. You know, first of all, let me tell you what it was for me, Steven. It was that arrogant stroll up to the mound and that carefree flip of the ball. Like you had just struck out the previous 11 last batters. I said, this dude is cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was amazing to me. And then you caught back, and you threw that bunny hop-ass baseball. It damn near rolled to the catcher. Here's the other thing. everybody been talking about that little wild leg. I know what the wild leg was for, Steven. When you threw it, you saw it was short, so you tried to kick it. That's what the wild I said, this dude right here. And then the worst of it, oh, I've been waiting on this phone call. Thank y'all for taking the call, Molly. 
Steven, the worst of it for me was the wrist flip at the end. What the hell was that about? <laughs> you you flipped know, your man. wrist held it out like somebody was going <laughs> to take your hand to the dance. Oh, Stephen A., what happened, dog? I, I choked, bro. I, I, I got... I was I was doing fine. I was ready, and then I got up on that mound, man, and it looked like it was a mile away. I said, "Oh my lord, what am I doing here? What the, what the hell has happened to me?" You know, I, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know what's man. No, all I can I've tell you, mound is, man, before. No, no, yeah. no. I played I out the pitch. I had pepper on the ball. I'd never thrown out one before. <laughs> I sent a picture to Molly. I wish they had it. I, would I know, you Steve. The they did. Yeah. It's right there. It's right there. Steve, there we go. Yep, yep. We got some, we got oh. some picks for you. Yep. Oh, my God. See that over the top, the release from the top? That's how you throw a baseball. Your, your throw was damn near 50 cents. The only thing, the difference between you and 50 cent was kids went way left. That's the only difference, Stephen. Yeah, mine's, went, did, straight. mine's went straight. Mine's went straight. Mine's went straight, and eventually it got over home plate. That's my argument. Eventually uh, it got over home plate. That's what happened. Wait a minute. Are you really, are you really trying to hang on to that? No, no, no. Listen, man, you know baseball, 0-2 pitch, breaking ball. You know, Vladimir Guerrero would have swung at that pitch. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that, that, that's what, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. That's me. where I'm coming from with you. Listen to me. The only athlete that would have swung at that is a golfer. That's the only person that swings at that pitch. It wasn't an 0-2 breaking ball. It was a broken arm. You threw that ball. Look at that picture, man. You see that form? That's athletic. Oh, and then a bow. You know I did good. Oh, my goodness. I bowed. I'm so good at this thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, can I say one other thing? Ryan Clark, I you, man, bro. you next up, I man. I got to take it, I've man. I've been watching you, boy. I gotta... I've been watching you, man. Appreciate Ryan Clark you. is strong, Thank man. Thank you so much. Next up, that boy Cole Appreciate and Molly you. Quinn. You're gonna be a major star. You're gonna be a major star. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you went in on your boy. Yeah, you I had to, you know. Because yeah, when he strolled up to the plate, he was walking up there. You know how he walked, like he owned everything. Yeah. And he was flip tossing the ball, like yeah, tossing it up and down, catching. I said, okay. I want to apologize to all my frat brothers that call me, come on, hey man, Stephen ain't your boy. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. him right then. Kind of. Hey, y'all, listen, uh, try to remember something today. That no matter what you got, no, that, that no matter what you're going through, God is there. Don't think he's not watching. Don't think he don't care because he does. He going to get you through it. I'm a living witness. God will get you through anything. Y'all take care. Talk to God today. He'd absolutely love to hear from you. All right? Y'all have a good one, man. See y'all tomorrow. Yeah. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.